Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah, the reason I, I bring that up, uh, Carver High, is because she's a, a badass skier, and she's broken every record of anyone, man or woman. She's the king of and queen at the same time of, of you know skiing. She's broke every single record in slalom, giant slalom, downhill, you name it. She's the greatest skier ever. Now, listen, the reason why I bring it up is because like Lindsey Vaughn, I don't know if you've seen her, but she's really cool. And she was a great uh, racer too, right? And then have you seen her lately? Like after her career ended, this chick's had like 30 surgeries just so she can walk. Like literally, she's a cripple. I mean, she's had more surgery. I saw her the other day having another surgery and she was like in a wheelchair and had like you know, casts on and screws and pins and everything in her legs. I mean, I saw that girl go down the other day and smash into that net and they, you know, lifted her off of that mountain. And I can only imagine what her body has been through as a ski racer. When you see these uh, ski racing careers end, all of them, uh, remember Bill Johnson, all of them, they all end up like cripple. It's unbelievable the amount of abuse that their body takes. I mean, it's worse than an NFL player taking headshots. It really is. All of them end up barely able to walk. That's crazy. Like, is it, at the end of the day, is it worth it? It is a, uh, a very, very physically taxing sport. Uh, <laughs> it probably doesn't get enough credit uh, for how physically taxing it is on the body uh amazing what those uh, skiers do all those olympic athletes uh that lastly, do get it done lastly yes. uh this daytona 500 honestly uh, well, more people care about the professional slap league than uh care about nascar like who in their right mind the only reason that i brought up i said to you before the segment i went oh what is that daytona 500 this week because you wouldn't know it even existed on the earth if it wasn't for you doing nine, well, like, you know, Daytona winners on today in Carver High History. Like, what is the deal with this sport? They don't promote it? Uh, like, who even have, knows where it's on? 
I have been telling you this for years now, and because this started right around when I when I started working with you. They have had a problem for a long time. They have not created any new recognizable stars in their game. And we welcome in our radio affiliates from Coast to Coast on a Thursday, Sirius XM 159 and Sports Byline. Great to have you with us. They have no new recognizable stars. Back in the day, and listen, I'm not saying 50 years ago, 20 years ago, the uh, Dale Jr., Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, right. Danica Patrick, look, you could not be a racing fan and you knew who those people were. You knew what they did. You could say the name Dale Jr., Dale Earnhardt Jr., or Jeff Gordon, right. and people would go, that's the NASCAR. He's a race car driver. He's whatever. You couldn't pick these guys out of a lineup who are in NASCAR now. And that name it's, one. it's serious, though. That is their biggest problem. They have no juice because they have nobody that anyone cares about. And that's their issue. And they have no PR. They have no that's publicity. It. They don't. Uh, they are not in the psyche of this country sports scene. I mean, honestly, like, when do you ever see them promoting NASCAR anywhere ever? Literally, it's like dead. And then they say I, I there's 80 just, million NASCAR fans. My ass. That's what that's what they say. Uh, I don't is that, that there's 80 minute. million. I, I probably don't either. Like, I just even wanted to look like, who do they even have? Uh, in this in this race, it's actually locked right. Like Brad Keselowski, Chase Elliott, like the Danny Hamlin, Joey Logano, like these guys are not household names. They're just not. They've They're been, not household names. Those guys have all been known in the last ten years, and no one gives a rat's ass about one of them. Correct. They've all been racing for a while, but they have not broken that ceiling that all those people I mentioned before did for this sport. And if you went further back, Richard Petty, Dale Sr., etc., those are all people that broke the glass where they were popular to everyone, not just who's NASCAR the, fans. Who's the racist guy that got in trouble? That uh, He was the one that they threw out for a while, and then he came back, and he's a really good driver. And he, I can't even remember his name. I don't uh, remember his name either. He's, he's in this field. Is that, and he, I, I, is that Austin Dillon? No, Only because I no, it's not Austin no, Dillon, right? That's I don't, Austin, I'm not sure his, who it is. That's why I don't Dylan, even want to name Dylan names. Brothers, I have no but idea. there's there's a guy, yeah. and it's so bad that we don't even know his name. That's how bad it is. He was he was a driver that got thrown out for saying racist stuff, and they banned him. And he went down, and he was racing dirt tracks, and then he finally got admitted back into NASCAR, and he's um, he wins. He's a great driver, but he, I don't even know his name. That's Kyle how bad it Larson? is. Like, that's him. Kyle Larson? That's him. I believe it's Kyle La- Larson. And he's I a great driver, but no one gives two shacks about him. I couldn't even it's... tell you his name. You had to pull it out of the, the Google. I had to search for it. Yeah. Of course you yeah. did. No one knows any of these guys. People say that it's popular, and cricket is more popular. Right. They they like to put the numbers in your face that, yeah, but X amount of people watch the Daytona no, 500. And watch. No, they don't. I, I just don't feel like it's the same that it was when those other guys were driving. It just doesn't. No one watches that race. They I don't. don't uh, like, they, they lie. Yeah. They lie. Like, here's <laughs> me. When that race is on, here's me like this. I'm like, click. I turn the channel. Like, I, uh, are you kidding me? Like, look. I used to, I've been to, I've been to 25 races. 
and I've I've had a blast in the infield. I even went with Haro to a um, the Homestead Super Bowl of racing, the last race of the year when they crowned the champion. We were shaving Haro's back hair at the NASCAR infield, but we never watched one lap of the race. All we did was party. No one goes to those uh, race events to watch the race. They go to party. Like the infield is a just a, it's it's a debauchery. It's an orgy. But the the race itself is meaningless. It's just a lot of noise. I'm just being honest. Hard. Like I'm it not looks... trying to make fun of all these. Uh, no, race we're fans. not. It's just that it doesn't matter. No one cares. Uh, it's tough with the with the 800 left turns and everything that they're doing. Uh, you need to have some people to grab onto and it's boring and, and have a little bit of stock in, and they just don't have those type of golf, uh, stars. Golf and tennis kick anymore. its ass. Uh, yeah, pickle uh, they really ball. do because they pickleball kicks its ass. Pickleball's all in. Uh, oh, all right, we'll come we'll come back now, uh, and we'll do all the college basketball for tonight. I have several games for you. Uh, Purdue is in action tonight, laying a fat number. You talked about that Northwestern Rutgers game with Coach before. I got late night uh, games in the West Coast in the Pac-12, uh, so we have all of that when we come back. Very excited. Uh, you don't watch pickleball, Carver High? I haven't <laughs> I mean, watched it. You don't I haven't watch watched pickleball. Steffi Graf no. and and Andre Agassi. Have you seen how old Andre Agassi looks these I days? I have not. I, I remember not when my wife used either. to want to sleep with him. Not anymore. I get more action than him. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right, uh, Carver High, I'm watching at Riviera and I see that um, Tiger's even, his round's almost over. But uh, it's amazing that he's uh, still able, even though, without a doubt, to me, he's washed. He still shoots even par without any problem, like not even breaking a sweat. Like he, he at his worst is still a thousand times better than you and me. The guy could have, he's crippled and he still shoots even par. He came a walk and he still shoots even par. He's the bionic man. Uh, You heard him in that clip earlier. And I think he'll have this putt. I'm pretty sure this putt coming up here on 18 is to get a minus one for the day. It's got some distance to it, too, but you just saw him hit that ball from behind that big tree right. uh, that he was out there uh, on the 18th, uh, and he's going to have a shot. He's going to at least finish uh, even and for the, the day, thing, like you said. Yes. 
Your boy Scheffler. How about this guy? Never go. He away. is literally uh, every time I turn around, he's hitting the ball within a foot of the cup, and he's in every tournament. He's in the literally top ten every tournament, come hell or high water. Every week, uh, top five, top ten, every single week. He just hit a beauty on ten uh, that he's going to tap in for birdie to get him to four under, I believe. Uh, Cantlay is in the clubhouse with seven under. So is Cameron Davis. Uh, Luke List is actually six under, and he still has a couple holes to play. Uh, but we'll see if Tiger can get this birdie here to finish things off. All right, let me give you tonight's college basketball games uh, right. on a Thursday. Northwestern visits Rutgers tonight. You and Coach were discussing this one earlier uh, with Rutgers uh, getting some sticks at home here tonight against the Wildcats. Temple visits FAU tonight. This is a fat number here. 19 and a half, excuse me, Rutgers. Uh, Scotty with the three and a half, their favorite. My bad on that one. Memphis actually getting one and a half at North Texas tonight. Purdue laying 16 and a half and Washington laying four and a half at home against the tree, Stanford. Well, look, uh, I'll be honest with you. I bet Rutgers and I laid the three and a hook, whatever it was. I think I, I think I laid three. All I know is I'm very worried about the game. I know it's at the rack. That's all they got going for them. Northwestern's flat out better than Rutgers. Just yeah. no questions asked. You know, I think Northwestern's one of the tougher teams. Your boy Baba Bowie playing for them. Uh, they're they're for real. And I think they can go into Piscataway and win that game. So very dangerous bet with Rutgers tonight. I, I you know, I bet it, like, I think stupidly. I, I think Northwestern can get inside that number or win the game outright. Florida Atlantic, I believe, will crush Temple tonight in Boca. I bet the over in the Memphis-North Texas game. Uh, I bet the, uh, what was it? I have to look at this Purdue uh, under. I bet it at under, uh, this morning, at under 147 and a hook, right? Mm. And that number I got on North Texas-Memphis was 135 and a hook. And I bet the over in that game. I will say that. Every time I go near that North Texas team, whether it's betting on them or against them, I get I get my hand cut off. I mean, I lose more money betting against or with that North Texas team than any team in college basketball. Stanford, I think, is better than Washington. I do. I think Stanford can win that game in Seattle, although it's almost impossible to win on the road in the conference or for any conference for that matter. It won't be easy, but I give Stanford – um, a puncher's chance tonight on the road. And I just wanted to, uh, at the very least, look at, and I know there's other games. Are those the only games that you're going to show me? No, I have more. I have more All games right. for you if you would All like right, to continue. Colorado is at UCLA tonight. Uh, They're the Bruins. Uh, actually, Colorado now minus one and a half. Gonzaga laying the fat number at Loyola. Cal visits Washington State tonight. Pepperdine getting 19 and a half at St. Mary's. And late night, USC minus the one and a half at home against Utah. All right, so I want to be clear here uh, with that uh, Purdue game. Yeah, I got it right. I was under in that game, right? So um, I like UCLA big time tonight at Pauley. I think they've been playing survivor basketball. They have to win every game if they hope to even be in a conversation for an NCAA bid. They have to win, and they have been winning every game they play. I think Loyola uh, will get destroyed by Gonzaga tonight. I like Washington State and Pullman at home. I think St. Mary's will 
roll Pepperdine in Moraga. And I think Utah will win at the Galen Center in L.A. against USC. Now, I wanted to see if I had any other ones on here that I'm missing. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's every one of them, Carver High, that I put up. Uh, you do have a lot of late-night Big West games. I know uh, Hawaii's at Cal Poly tonight. You have the Gauchos at UC San Diego. So there are a lot of mid-major games, uh, if you so desire, uh, tonight in college rack. Uh, so there you go with that. Tiger bogeyed 18, Scotty. So he finishes plus one on the day uh, for him. So uh, still a good round uh, for Tiger. He did make a lot of birdies, but a lot of bogeys uh, as well. He finishes one over, and Cantley was seven under, two guys at six, and Davis and List and Spieth is at five with your boy Hoagie, and Halitosis is at five. But they won't talk about any of those golfers at all. The guy in the lead won't get five seconds of coverage on ESPN. All they will talk about is Tiger Woods, even when he's won over and out of it. Here's why, though. The the PGA doesn't mind when he's – like, if he just scrapes the cut and he's in, like, 45th place, they don't mind that because then on Saturday and Sunday, they'll get more viewership for their morning alternate coverage – of all the you know the guys way back who go out early, and then they can show the leaders uh, on the on CBS you know late, so they feel like they get more eyes throughout an entire day when Tiger's in like fiftieth place. Uh, obviously, they'd get a ton if he was in the lead, but they're not going to get that. So just having Tiger out there, uh, they'll be very happy about it. That's for sure. Excuse me. Um, they'll they'll show uh, he, if he was in the parking lot yes, uh, drinking. They would They'll get ratings. Uh, they, if the guy was, if he was within a hundred miles of the golf course attending a funeral, they would get ratings. Okay, <laughs> he certainly would. Uh, I have some NFL things for you. Uh, look, I, I know you talked about this at the start of the show, but just absolutely uh, tragic, just horrific scene at that Kansas City Chiefs victory parade yesterday. Uh, of course, ending with uh, twenty-two victims, one death. A uh, couple guys, I believe it was three, right, uh, that they have in custody. Custody Shooting appears to stem from a dispute uh, that they were having there. I saw there was tons of videos, guys, the guys tackling the one guy right. uh, off the side of the road. It just, it's just sad. You can't – we say this all the time. Unfortunately, it's not the first, not the last, right? We've done this so many times, and it's just – you can't go anywhere. You can't go anywhere can't. and even have a good time and celebrate your team in your city winning a championship because uh, something like this is always around the corner, unfortunately, nowadays. It's, it's embarrassing. Yeah, like, I, I said today that, like, they're having the hockey games at, at MetLife on Saturday and Sunday, I'm Flyers, going. Devils, and then the oh. Islanders, Rangers. Well, bring your nine Glock. There'll be about 80,000 people there, and it's bound to happen there. Uh, we've seen that parking lot have, uh, you know, people shot dead, murdered, robbed. Whether it's coming out of the uh, casino, uh, people think that they're carrying money and they get held up, shot, murdered, stabbed. Uh, the stadium itself with all the drunks, uh, you're bound to have fights break out and then somebody pulls out a gun. You cannot go to a million uh, or more party for a celebration now for a parade. If it were in the Hero of Canyons, if it was at uh, Union Station in Kansas City, it could be anywhere. Uh, it could be in Green Bay, uh, where you know if if 
uh, two, three hundred thousand people show up for a parade, someone's bound to pull out a gun and start shooting. And then nobody ever does anything about it. Uh, they, there's just more and more guns on the streets, more and more guns available. Uh, it never ceases to amaze me how these people get guns. Uh, there was some chick that got a gun. She had two felonies for gun possession. They still gave her a gun. She went out killing people. It never SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. NFL insider. We got a lot to cover here with his stuff, but I want to add some salt onto this dinner. I want to get your reaction to the senseless shootings and violence at Union Station at the Chiefs Parade. I want to get your reaction to Wilkes being fired by the Niners. So he's to blame for Kyle blowing another Super Bowl. And thirdly, is Ayuk wants a new deal or he wants out of San Francisco. So thanks for coming to the Super Bowl. Give me my money or I'm leaving. And why did they fire Wilkes? They blamed him for all this. And your thoughts on the parade massacre. Yeah, we could start with what happened uh, at the parade. Yeah, it's just this is supposed to be, Scott, as you know, in all professional sports, a joyous time for, for anyone who goes there, particularly the fans. And to have this kind of issue happen, we we we, uh, we were on Sirius XM this morning and we opened the show with it. It's just, and you, you, you frame it correctly, senseless. It, it, this is supposed to be a joyous occasion, not not tragic. And it uh, it just, it we don't have an hour for this. I mean, you and I, we were just talking off the air about it. It's, sen- it's senseless. Uh, guns at, at a parade, are you serious? I mean, this is just, it's embarrassing. It's sad. It, it's maddening. And this should never happen. That's where it's I our think. country. It, it happens and, here more than anywhere else in the world. No one ever does anything about it. Politicians yeah. are afraid of the NRA, and everybody thinks they have the right to bear arms. Well, that's except for idiots that go around shooting people every day and killing people every day uh, shouldn't be allowed to have guns or anyone that's yeah. committed felonies. It's that simple. How in God's name can people that have had a weapon convictions be allowed to obtain more weapons is it's inexcusable. It's insanity. And politicians are phony. They never do an effing thing about it. They talk big, but never do anything about it. That's the problem. Guns, politicians, and this country's a joke. 
When it comes to mass slaughters and mass killings, that's just all there is to it. It happens here more than anywhere else tenfold. Scott, you said it very well off the air and on the air, and this is where you and I totally agree. The wrong people cannot get guns at a bare minimum. That's the problem that we have here. There's got to be stricter laws to keep the wrong people out in terms of guns. It's just that this is a yet another problem, and uh, they've got to do better background checks on people. I, I get it. it it's, it's American. You have the right to bear arms, but we have to make sure the right people get it and the wrong people do not, and that's the bottom line of the story. Lastly, do you remember back in the day when you watched Westerns when you were a kid and you'd watch Clint Eastwood or whatever? And the guy would, yeah, like Gunsmoke, they'd they'd come through the town and everyone would just shoot everyone. And there was like lawlessness. That's what we've become. You can't even go to a sporting event anymore without some moron starting a fight, getting a brawl going, or pulling out a gun and shooting someone dead. You cannot go anymore in this country to a place where there's lots of people, you're asking for trouble. Your thoughts on Wilkes firing and the IU yeah. situation. Yeah, it is really amazing because if you look at Steve Wilkes and the 49ers, like earlier this season, I knew there was something going on when Kyle Shanahan was not happy with a, a, a blitz that was not picked up well in terms of coverage. Remember that game against Minnesota? Then against Seattle, he admitted on the record to their media that he called more man coverage against DK Metcalf. You don't normally see that. Now it's within his rights. He's the head coach. Let's go to the Super Bowl. They're up 10 to 3. Their defense could not have done a better job. They did a phenomenal job of making Mahomes hold on the football. Mahomes was was just not willing to pull the trigger for whatever reason. Now, second half, they collapsed somewhat, but their offense was not great in the in the off in the in the postseason. Let's call it like it is. They just weren't for whatever reason. Their defense is actually pretty good. Now what Kyle Shanahan understood, he talked about this on the record. Wilkes is running not the same scheme that he's run in his career, and it was a little bit harder for him. But the results were the results. They were top ten in most good categories, the ones that are important. So now he's got to he's got to redo this. And they lost, by the way, some really quality assistance to uh, better jobs elsewhere. So you got to look at this kind of stuff. When you lose your best assistance, it's not always easy to replace them. A name to look at here in, internally is Daniel Bullock, who's their defensive backs coach. I know of two teams that were looking at him potentially. Had the, had the Niners been out early, they probably would have interviewed him for a defense coordinator job. You might remember him and his brother were longtime defensive backs in the National Football League as players. So that's a name internally to keep a look at here. But the Brandon Ayuk situation, look, we have to understand here, and we've talked about this. This is a controlled offense. They're not going to be pass happy. You can't make everybody happy. McCaffrey's got to get the ball in the pass game. Kittle's got to get the football, okay? Samuel's got to get the football. He's not going to average seven or eight catches a game. He's going to average between three and five. That's just the way it is. He had one game this season of eight catches or more. By the way, that was in week one. That's the way it is. He's a terrific football player. So keep an eye on his situation because you can't pay everybody. Kittle's eyes paid 10 in football. Samuel's making a ton of money. McCaffrey, they, they may have to look at his contract over the next season. So you can't pay everybody. That That is absolutely something to take a look at here when it comes to Brandon Ayuk in his future. Yeah, I, I would, if I were Lynch, I'd, I'd trade him to a team where he could catch uh, seven to 10 targets a week and never even come close to an NFC title game or an AFC title game. See how he likes playing on a team that never wins. Those are the teams that have guys that get 12 catches a week and they never win. But when you're part of something special, you can catch six or seven passes and make it to the Super Bowl and be part of something. But when you're all about yourself, 
you end up being a guy like Brandon Ayuk. And I have said to you repeatedly, this guy talks more smack than anyone in the NFL after catches, after drops, after plays. He's always in someone's face talking. And then, I'm sorry, the results just aren't there. I don't think he deserves the money that he wants. He wants all these passes. We'll ship his ass somewhere where he can get all the passes and never play in a big game. What's the deal with Hassan Reddick and Phil? Oh, yeah, this one was interesting. So he he wanted to clarify, and he did this with social media. He never asked for a trade. He wants a new deal. So, Scott, he's severely underpaid. And I, I when someone's making $15 million a year, you, people will say, what are you talking about? But if you look comparatively, right, he signed a three-year deal for $45 million, right, $15 million a year. Scott, he's never missed a game in his career. Super high-character guy. Grew up. In, in, uh, in Camden, New Jersey, went to Temple. Been a terrific player. By the way, terrific football player. $15 million a year. Nick Bosa, the highest paid defensive player in the National Football in the National Football League, making $34 million a season. Is Nick Bosa really worth $19 million more a season? No. So the Eagles know this. It's not like they're against it, but they did give her permission to seek a trade. If, if he and his new agent, but he's changed agents over the years, want to go seek a trade and find out what the value is out there, They'll let him do that, but he's under their property. This is his last season. He's severely underpaid. This is a situation to watch because here's here's where the Eagles have leverage here. It wasn't their intention to do this, but it just happened because he dropped. Nolan Smith was their first-round pick, 30 overall last year, late in the first round, out of Georgia. Very good football player. Undersized like Hassan is, but he will be the replacement once Hassan is done, whether they trade him, he plays out his contract, or they extend it, then he then he, then he leaves. Nolan Smith will be that replacement, but the bottom line is Hassan Reddick, by the way, four straight seasons with the minimum of 11 sacks, terrific football player. The issue is here is what he's getting paid, and they don't agree. The Eagles and, and Reddick do not agree on his worth right now, and that's why they give him permission. They're not looking to trade him, by the way, to make this clear, but they're going to give him a chance to see what his value is out there, and then they'll decide what they want to do. So uh, Arthur Blank wants another Super Bowl yeah. in Atlanta at the Benz. Will he get it? Yeah, so they put their name in the hat, and Blank uh, did an interview with Front Office Sports, basically saying, look, they, they had it in 2019 uh, with that Rams-Patriots Super Bowl, and they won it again. We know they've been there throughout the years. They have their, their, new, their relatively new, beautiful stadium, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So, yeah, they want to get it. Their name is in the hat. And remember, the next one that opens is 2028, and they want in. And, by the way, it – I know NFL people like it because you're in the central part of the South. It's 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 a decent flight everywhere. The economic impact is enormous for a city of, of Atlanta, and they absolutely want it back. And they'll have a real shot to get it. As you know, the NFL typically goes back to cities that they like. And we know it's been Atlanta numerous times over the years. It's going to be in L.A., back in SoFi. Uh, you and I were just there in Las Vegas. I love being there at the Mandalay Bay. I thought it really worked out for us at the grid. So I'm, I'm looking forward to going back there someday. It'll be back, by the way, in Las Vegas again, no question about it. Uh, but and also, as you know, they don't like having it in cold weather. Atlanta could get a little colder in the, in the winter, obviously, but we're not talking about 20 to 30 degrees. I remember when they had that uh, Super Bowl there one year, and it was freezing. It was absolutely uh, – it was literally zero in Atlanta when they had their first Super Bowl there. If you remember the week of the game, it was literally zero every day and freezing ass, and it was ruined by it. Do you remember that? Yes, but by the way, in a, in a Super Bowl many years ago in Phoenix, it was in the 30s 
And the people from back east, not me, I look at weather forecasts, a lot of people got sick because it got so cold. How do you not understand it's in the desert? When it's in the desert, you and I were in Las Vegas this past week, in the high 40s, low 50s, it's going to happen. But getting back to Atlanta, Atlanta's going to get a Super Bowl again. And by the way, they put it in for, the, Arthur Bryant did tell front office sports, he, they want in either the 28 or 29 Super Bowl. Yeah, I just I lived in Atlanta. I like it a lot, but I, nobody wants to go there. Nobody want nobody wants nope, to go there. there they want, they want to go it's to Vegas. Well, they shouldn't do it there again. Is what they should do. Real quick, uh, the Saints are moving to Irvine because somebody's left Irvine. What was it? The Rams were in Irvine, but they got a new yeah. home, and so that well, opening is yeah. now the Saints are taking it. Yeah, they're going to get it according to a, a couple of reports locally, but just for training camp. But by the way, the, the Saints practiced in LA for seven straight years in terms of joint practices, and and. They're, it's almost certain to happen. It's going to be at UC Irvine, by the way, where the Rams hey, were. So there. remember, they had the Olympics in Atlanta. How'd that work out for them when the bomb went off in 96? So no one wants to go there. That's the truth. It did happen. You can't ignore the fact. It happened. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Yeah, BetMGM's just giving away free money. Use the bonus code SG150. Place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager through the BetMGM mobile app, and you are going to get 150 instantly off of a $5 bet. You bet 5 bucks, they give you 150 Use the code SG150. Download the app on iOS or Android or go to BetMGM.com. Sign up, deposit at least 5 into your new account. Place a wager of 5 bucks on anything, standard odds. Once you place the bet, you're going to get 150 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Real quick, Carver High, I saw uh, Scott Scheffler throwing golf balls at people's houses at Riviera. He was very angry. And secondly, um, Rob Manfred has announced on the Lame Duck radio channel uh, that he will be stepping down as commissioner in 2029. So he's going to do five more years as baseball commissioner. He's going to make as much money as humanly possible. And then he's going to say, F you, I never liked any of you anyway. Uh, that's it. I'm going to, uh, I'll start with Scheffler first. He's missed five birdie putts in his last six holes. He's hitting the ball great. He just, he can't putt today. He even missed what a, shame. a par, a two foot par putt on like he shanked Whoops. a little, a little tap in on one hole. So, and he's still four under. So think about that. He's missed all those putts, 
and he's still four under. And he, he should be in a lead right now, to be quite honest with you. As far as Manfred goes, yes, he just spoke a few minutes ago, uh, and he will be out in January of 2029. Now, you're probably thinking, what, what, why is he doing that? Like, like, Goodell wants his job forever. Adam Silver wants his job forever. Um, you're just not as liked uh, in that job. Like, all the changes he's made the last few years, I think he's just tired of it, uh, and he wants to go and do something else. I don't think it's for him. doesn't seem like a guy who loves the game, right? Does he like feel like he's like like loves baseball? I don't know. I, I get him out. Get him out now. Why wait five years? Give him one year. Get him out the door. Yeah, I don't understand it. Like a guy announces five years uh, before he's going to leave. It's essentially a five-year run, and he's out. He's saying, I'm leaving. I'll see you later. End of 28, I'm done. Like, why not just get rid of him now? Like, if he, if he doesn't want the job, get rid of him now. I don't. What's the so point now, of keeping him? We have five years now to talk about the replacement. So that'll be uh, painful as well. He's done a well. great job with the Oakland situation, I got to tell you. He's done a great job with that. Uh, great job with the Oakland situation. Great job with the runner on second base. Uh, an extra, although everybody loves that now. Everybody's turned the corner on that. They love the runner on second base in extra innings because uh, it speeds the game up. They love that the games are over in two hours and 20 minutes now. Everybody loves all that stuff uh, about baseball. Like I changed. used to go to games, right? At, I used to tell you to go to Angel Stadium. And I'd sit out there and just hammer beers and sit by yeah. myself in my seat with my legs over the row in front of me. And I was in no hurry to get out of there and race home like in a two-hour and 20-minute baseball game. What could be worse? When I go to a baseball game, I want to eat peanuts and popcorn and drink as many beers as possible and enjoy myself. Pass gas. Look at chicks, if there are any. Yeah. Imagine how few chicks will be at Angel Games this year without Otani. What a Ooh. disaster. It's all right. They got Aaron Hack now uh, out there. Oh, in Aaron God. Hack is on the oh, team. God. They'll be, the they'll be just fine with him. The worst uh, player I, ever. Baseball has started. I'm going to save all the baseball stuff I was going to do with you today for tomorrow since okay. uh, they're not going anywhere. They just got to spring training, and uh, I got some great Aaron Boone stuff for you. We love that Booney's back uh, with the Yankees, so we'll do all that tomorrow. Let me get the uh, predictions already. They're going to win it all. Making bold predictions. Good old Booney. Uh, We'll we'll have that on C2C tomorrow. Uh, Let me finish this Wilk stuff. Here's Shanahan yesterday. So Shanahan spoke, Scotty, on Tuesday, said wasn't sure it was going to be any changes, didn't think there'd be any changes, but whatever. So 24 hours later, he chops him out as defensive coordinator. And here he is with another coast-to-coast stable. We really love Steve. He's a great ah. guy. But at the end of the day, we had to chop him. Here's Kyle Shanahan. It was amicable. Really tough decision because really um, <laughs> says nothing about Steve as a man or as a football coach. I mean, sure. exactly what we wanted as a man. Uh, he is so a great football him. coach. Um but just where we're going and where we're at with our team um, from a scheme standpoint and things like that, um, looking through it all throughout the year through these last few days, um, I felt pretty strongly that this was a decision that was best for our organization. And even though it was one I didn't want to make, um, it was something that um, once I realized that I think a different direction is what's best for our organization, and then it's something that I have to do. I can't even listen to it. I had to do it. I, I just can't even take it, like, honestly. And remember, 
didn't that guy save the Panthers and they they chopped him and then he went yep. out and did a decent job in San Francisco uh, and they chopped him. So uh, look, look, uh, same thing as everything else. I told you a thousand times, even the weekend of Super Bowl, their defense sucked. It was the players that sucked, not him. It was the players. Yep. The players never yep. got it done. And that's all there is to it from Christmas until they lost the Super Bowl. Uh, the players never got it done. And who's in charge of that? Kyle Shanahan, who never gets blamed for anything, except all he does is choke and lose Super Bowls and big games. That's it. That is precisely uh, what Kyle Shanahan does indeed. Overrated. On the other side, it's overrated. Overrated. Uh, the Chiefs uh, extended defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo. That's because uh, he did an excellent job the last few years as their defensive coordinator. Uh, a record $185 billion was bet on the Super Bowl in Nevada sportsbooks. That is, and how about this as an, a side note as well, there was a 51% rise in female betting this year, Scotty, on the NFL. I believe it too, uh, no doubt, uh, all over the place. Everybody's getting involved, Scotty. We love it. Yeah, I think guys do a great job of hiding their accounts through women on mobile apps all over the country. It's a wonderful crime that's going on, and everyone's really good at it. I know no chicks uh, that I live around that bet on NFL games, but their husbands have them place bets on fake accounts. They got a lot of that going around. Uh, uh, the, Seahawks right. will keep, <laughs> the Seahawks will keep Geno Smith on the roster at the end of this week. That means, Scotty, he gets uh, guaranteed $12.7 million uh, on his deal uh, this year. Now, they might go for another quarterback, but they're not going to get rid of him uh, in the short term. All right, how about hockey? We got a lot of Everybody hockey tonight. Hockey. We honestly have to get right into it. Uh, the Panthers beat the Penguins last night. The Jets beat the Sharks. And the Wild won at the college rink. Columbus chopped general manager Yarmo Kekalainen today he had been there for a very long time and let's just call it like it is uh didn't do a good job uh the last few years and that's why he's out finished uh over there at that who's the guy he signed from calgary scotty that uh is in oblivion now oh johnny goudreau right yeah he signed johnny Johnny goudreau what happened to johnny hockey we don't see much of him anymore he could have gone to the devils and and he could have been playing he could have been playing in in place of the rapists Right. Uh, well, and, he, and look, they would have been uh, a lot better, and he'd be in the mix with Hughes. Him and Hughes would have been a great combination right. uh, down the middle. And instead, he wanted to go to Columbus. John Davidson will serve in an interim role who's been around hockey since the dawn of time, uh, J.D. We love J.D., but he's been around forever uh, now at this point. Uh, good news for the Blackhawks, Scotty, uh, is they're going to get Connor Bedard back tonight. Six weeks after the broken jaw, right. Bedard will be back in the lineup against the Penguins, yeah. uh, which is and, one of and, the <laughs> And might I add, can I just say, last night yes. I had the under in the Penguin game, right? And it was Florida oh. and Pittsburgh at PPG. And it was 0-0 after one. And this guy, Jari, who uh, my son tells me is one of the top goalies in the NHL this year with goals against and save percentage. Is that about right? He's one of the top five in the league how is that humanly possible when they never win honestly this guy last night gave up four goals in a row so fast that they were going through his legs like he was a hooker and i honestly when i watched it it was so bad so fast and i knew i was going to lose money so bad so fast 
I turned the channel and just watched the NBA. I couldn't take it. I cannot stand this goalie at airs, Jari. He sucks mm. monkey onions, and that's all there is to it. The, are you kidding me? He's in the running for the best. Isn't it? My no, effing no. ass. Honestly, he is the worst. He is bad luck. If if they played the backup goalie every night for the rest of eternity, I'd be happy. I can't stand that they gave him a new deal. I think he is the most overrated hack goalie I've ever watched in my life. Honestly, he's the worst. I can't I can't take it. I'm gonna end up an Islander fan because I can't watch this guy play goal. I hate him dead. Dead. He's awful. Uh awful indeed. Uh here we go. We got a lot to do. Kraken are in Boston against the Bruins tonight. Bruins minus one ninety, five and a half is the total. We all know what's going to happen here. Bruins by multiple goals. The Panthers off the win in Pittsburgh last night are in Buffalo tonight against the Sabres. Their favorite again, minus 155, plus 125 for the Sabres, six and a half. And they should be. Uh, they should roll through Buffalo. Philly is in Toronto tonight against the Maple Leafs. Leafs minus 155, flat six the total. The Leafs are the most overrated team in sports. They're the most expensive ticket in the NHL, and yet they suck. I'll take the Flyers. Anaheim is in Ottawa tonight against the Senators. Uh, heavy lumber here, minus 225 for the Sens, plus 185 for the Ducks, six and a half. I forgot the Senators were in the league, but I'll bet on them tonight. Colorado is in Tampa against the Lightning Lightning minus 125, getting the Avalanche at plus 105 tonight, a flat seven, heavy total. They've been on the road for a while. They missed their families. I bet on Tampa today. I bet on uh, Philly today with that plus money, and I bet on the uh, Lightning at that price. Uh, the Kings are in Newark at the Rock against the Devils tonight. We got to pick them, Scotty, minus 110 on both sides, and six and a half the total. Yeah, I like the Devils, and I also bet the under six and a half goals at minus a buck eight. I like that as well. Montreal is at the Garden against the Rangers. More heavy lumber here, minus 250 for New York, plus 200 for the Habs, flat six the total. Uh, Marenzi said take the Canadians in the goal and a half. I'll go the other way. Rangers blow them out. I, I am with you on that side. Edmonton is in St. Louis against the Blues, minus 225 on the road for Edmonton, six and a half the total. Speaking of blowouts, I'll take the Oilers and the over. I think they'll score six goals. The Stars are a road favorite in Nashville tonight against the Predators, minus 155, Preds plus a buck 25, flat six here as well. Again, Stars, flat out better. I'll take them on the road in uh, Smashville at the Bridgestone. Uh, we mentioned that the Blackhawks are getting Bedard back tonight. The Penguins are in town at the United Center, and they're minus 190 road favorites. Blackhawks plus 155, five and a half here. Oh, I love Jari and the Penguins in this situation. <laughs> uh, I hate big him, number Dad. Of Honestly, big... Dad, I hate him. <laughs> Big number of the night is the Flames, Scotty. Minus 350, plus 260 for the Sharks. Five and a half. Give me the Sharks tonight on the back-to-back -back after losing one nothing in Winnipeg. Yeah, I'm on the Flames at Saddledome. And Detroit is in Vancouver. Canucks minus 185, six and a half. I like the over. I think this is going to be a great game, and I like Vancouver to win it. 
There you go. Your hockey. Everybody uh, loves hockey. We got it all in. No one watches NASCAR. People like hockey or pickleball. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right, for all the finish, uh, they never uh, tell you what the injury is in the NHL. Jake Gensel to Penguins, an upper body injury. He's going to be out a month. Let's just call it a broken neck here. Uh, so if they won't tell us, we'll tell you whatever we want. How does that sound? If you're not going to be reasonable, neither will we. ESPN and college football playoff agreed to a $7.8 billion six-year extension. Get ready for the 12-team playoff next year. Notre Dame and Army will play at Yankee Stadium in November. Deshaun Jackson, I love this story, says that his ex-wife has been brainwashed and is part of a bizarre religious cult and has abandoned her two children who he has taken in and fully adopted, you know, like got the legal paperwork done and everything else, plus restraining orders against her because she's in a religious wacko cult now and has never seen her kids for like the last year. He was supposed to bring the kids back to the mother and she kept writing and saying, don't bring them home. I'm not home anymore. I've joined a religious cult. What could be worse if your wife did that to you and she ran off with some religious zealot? I have seen it all. Former MLB pitcher Don Gullett dies at 73. Of course, we remember Gullett with the Yankees. The only reason I did this story. Taylor Fritz's girlfriend, Morgan Riddle, a smoke show supermodel herself, along with her gorgeous boyfriend who everyone wants to make love to, the two prettiest people on earth. She said at the Super Bowl, she was so abused by cat callers and pigs that hit on her, touched her, groped her, felt her up, called her every dirty name in the book, wanting to have sex with her. She said she will no longer ever be able to go out in public again after her horrible experience in Las Vegas. She said she couldn't even leave her room. It got so bad. She is hot. Darius Rucker arrested on two counts of simple possession and casual exchange of a controlled substance. They caught him with weed. Who cares if Darius Rucker has a bag of weed? GTD is mad. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. <laughs> 